the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Good afternoon, everybody. Four minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock for the next hour, Bill Conium and I are going to be talking about cars and car repair questions. And um, no, we're not going to talk about my comment last hour about jock step strap number 27. We were talking about, you know, Googling a problem and having some guy named jock 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 strap 27 or 72 or whatever the heck I said um, answer your question. I think the, it's not a matter of that Bill and I are sensitive to the fact that people go on the internet and look for problems for their cars. Because once or twice a year, someone will come in and said, I studied the problem with my oil pressure gauge, and there is a technical service bulletin about the erraticness of my oil pressure gauge. And that's running? real data and can, and can be very helpful. And, we... But, in our industry, use technical service bulletins daily. And the technical service bulletin says two things. You must have this kind of car, and you must have this kind of symptom. And then the repair is specific. Right. But before you go in and look at an erratic fuel pressure gauge, you really should unscrew the oil pressure gauge, put your gauge in there, and see if the if the signal is truly erratic. Right. Because if it's erratic, that technical service bulletin isn't going to fix nothing. Fix it. yeah. So it's really a process of getting there. So we just had that happen, I don't know, a month or two ago, and it was a reprogram um, of the uh, of the uh, body module. And so, you know, mm-hmm. it was that. Do you guys reprogram Dodges by chance? And you uh, flash Dodges? Dodges is, 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 is a problem currently. It, it is a problem for everybody. Yeah. I mean, we can flash Hondas, Toyotas, Jaguars, Mercedes, uh, Chevrolet, Fords. Oh, we do a lot of Ford work. And But Chrysler is the dog that's holding all of that stuff together. Mm-hmm. And so... It's almost, I, I, I would say it's fair to say it's a monopoly. Oh, yeah. It's, they, they, have, they are holding all that technology real tight. I know that the DRB3, which is the scanner that you must have, right. is $20,000. Which is why we don't have it. That's exact for us, too. <laughs> That's exactly right. We don't have it either. So there is ways around that. But the idea is, is that for $128, we can reach the cloud for Chevrolet, Ford, Honda, Toyota, mm-hmm. and we can download that stuff. We did it at BMW not too long ago. It was a 14-hour download. Wow. We started it when we closed. And we told everybody to leave it alone. Don't touch it. Because even if you open the door and illuminate the dome light, it will queer the deal. You'll have to start over. So the car has to be in this static condition, and the voltage has to be 13, 2, or higher. So you have to put on some kind of a battery tender. And you cannot open the door or anything. You have to leave the car alone during this download. So you can't charge by the hour. (laughs) It has to be, you know, an overnight price. Anyway, SNS Tires in the uh, West Valley. They're in Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. At SNS Tire, they 
offer the most comprehensive line of tires and many different brands of the same size tire. So I say to you, if you go to SNS Tire, they'll look at the tires that you have, and I would suggest that you say, I want good, better, best. I'd like prices for all three. Now, I can assure you that the price they quote you is write your check on Monday and come in on Wednesday, and that's all you're going to owe us. They're going to give you all those FETs and balancing and weights and valve stems. That's all included. So it it gives you an opportunity because maybe you have a leased car and you're going to turn it in. So I don't think you'd want to buy the best tires that you could get. I think you'd want to buy the good tires. Put those on. But on the other hand, it's going to be a car you keep. Maybe you'll take the middle grade or the high grade. One way or another, though, S&S Tire and Auto Service is a great place to start. They've got tires from big tractors all the way down to wheelbarrow tires. So I'm quite sure they've got what you need. And in addition to that, the two things that go along with tire sales is alignment and suspension work. That's a beautiful thing because they can see an alignment issue or see a suspension issue and warn you that this is stuff you need to have done or it'll affect your new tires like it did your old tires. That's kind of neat. S&S Tire, West Side, good guys. Let's go to the phones. Ken, good morning to you. How can we help you? Hey, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I'm calling because I have a 2015 Tacoma and, you know, it's only like 50,000 miles or so, but... When I drive between 50 and above and I start to press the brake on the steering wheel, it shakes so bad. And I'm wondering what's causing that. Has Bill worked on your car lately? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I'm just teasing. All right. You get this one. Um, Is this something that happened really recently? Like you went and had your tires rotated and balanced and it was fine uh, uh, you know, a week before, but a week after, then this problem suddenly cropped up? No, it's been recurring for a while, but I always, every 5,000 miles, have my tires. They're still in great shape. I go every 5,000 religiously and get it rotated and balanced. Good. They probably don't need to be balanced that often, but rotating is a great thing. You're taking good care of it. Good. The reason I said that is somebody who is doesn't do the, the wheel installation process correctly can bend your rotors and make them make them crooked because that's what we have here. Uh, layman's term would be warped front brake rotors because you can feel it in the steering wheel so we know the problem comes from the front of the car. And it only However, happens in braking. And it I'm only happens gonna, braking they, so right, it's not keep, a wheel balance issue. It's right. not a bent wheel. Keep going. Um, keep going. Right. It's certainly not your wheel it's not your wheel alignment. I've never mm-hmm. fixed a, a, a shutter problem with the wheel alignment. Um, what's really likely happened is what they call rotor parallelism. Uh, uh, the rotor is a little fatter in one spot than it is 90, 180 degrees on the other spot, and that's when you really feel these kind of things as the rotors go round and round. So, so that'll be the problem. Um, I tell people, see, it, um, but I, I'm, I'm like Mark. We're here to fix your car, but I'm not here to make this. I'm not here to scare you or make this a bigger deal than it is. I tell people that this is a rather benign problem. It's a nuisance. Um, It's not a safety or dependability thing unless it's horribly severe and you feel you're losing control of the vehicle. Or unless it's in conjunction with a worn out car, you might lose control of it. Well, it's it's this. Your cup of coffee 
shakes violently off the dashboard and it sloshes <laughs> coffee from passenger to driver's side. That's the bad That's one. The, what, the bad That's one. That's the bad one. So what you can do is uh, they'll have to machine, or in rare cases, depending, your car's low enough miles, they won't have to replace the rotors, but they'd have to machine them true again. Um, you can wait until it's time for brakes, and this problem goes away at no additional charge, or you can make a special trip in and take care of it, and you'll be happy again. My advice is the next time you drive down Sunset Point, don't use the brakes to maintain your speed. Uh, uh, downshift out of overdrive and let your engine and, and drivetrain slow the car down. And at 50,000 miles, it's probably pretty likely in the next 20 he's going to do brakes right. on the front. So he might wait. Right, and you could wait on that. Uh, I agree with everything Bill said. It's it's not something that's going to cause you a lot of problem, unless, of course, that the suspension and the steering is going from lock to lock on you, and you're hearing this clatter and thump underneath, and that's pretty violent. Mm-hmm. So that kind of gives you uh, a flavor for that. You can turn the rotors on the car, or you can take them off and turn them on a machine. The new process of turning them on the car helps you determine if the wheel bearings are stable as well. Because you could have a bad wheel bearing causing a rotor wobble, which causes the brake shutter that Mm -hmm. you and Bill just talked about. So if you wanted to check it yourself, raise up the front end with a floor jack and grab the tire 12 o'clock, 6 o'clock, and push and pull, push and pull. And you cannot condemn that tire until you go to the other side and, and do it. Then if they both feel the same, that that's going to be okay. But if one of them walks back and forth an inch and the other doesn't, then you know what your problem is. Yep. But at 50,000 miles, we're just talking about hypotheticals, and I don't think you should hang your hat on that. Okay? Okay. All right. I'm going to write you down for brake shutter. And, uh, and you can take it into an auto parts store and have them turn your rotors. But like I said before, any idea what you do on the car fronts for? We always wait until it's time for brakes. Okay, you so know, you're, you're kind of holding out. It's just never bad enough. Okay. You know, it's just in your best interest. In, in you have, it's all about your time and money. You're going to yeah. make a trip into the shop. You're going to spend money. You're going to, like Mark said, you're going to be buying brakes in 17,400 miles anyways. Just wait. You're right. You to guys do. a recommended place to go? Where you at? Oh, my shop, of course. <laughs> Where's your shop? In Chandler? <laughs> 25th Street and Indian School. <laughs> oh, God. Where do you work? Where do you oh, work? I'm over here in Gilbert. Okay. Um, let, let me let me tell you something. Um, Bill's at 25th Street in Indian School, and certainly that's a great place to go. Um, I want you to know this. This is kind of an embarrassing time for me, but there's nobody in Gilbert, nobody in Chandler, nobody in Ahwatukee, and and no one in the southwest corner of Tempe that I have filled. That area is. I don't have a shop in that area. I'm the only shop in that area, and I'm over at Warner and I-10 just east. So we can help you with that, but Bill can too, and so can Thompson's over in Mesa, who's on Stapley and Main Street. So I don't know who's closer to you, but those are the three shops north of you, uh, northwest of you, and west of you. So there you go, three shops. Your shop sounds like the place to go. It's as good as all the rest of them. So I'm proud to say that I have people that do better work than I do, and I have people that do uh, work almost as good as we do and then both of us have a whole lot of shops that um that are just now learning what we learned 20 or 30 years ago (laughs) so that's really what it boils down to thank you very much ken thank you very much rick good morning to you how can we help you good morning mark and bill i appreciate you taking my call you bet i have a uh, 2000 uh, mercury grand marquee that i purchased in 2015 uh, as a used vehicle from a dealership uh, and it's a 
very nice car. Everything is, uh, I, I like everything about it, except I'm having a problem with the air conditioning. Um, wait a minute, wait a minute. And when you're going down the road, it's okay, but when you throttle up, it stops blowing out of the center vents. No. Okay, I'm, I'm it, just guessing. I'm yeah, just guessing. Well, that, it was a good guess. I, it, it was doing that for a while. <laughs> okay. It was doing that for a while, but now it it will only blow out of the uh, upper, uh, out of the window vent. You want that one? I, I put it on uh, max, on, you know, regular, on whatever, and I run the temp down to 60 degrees, and it blows hot air all the time. Okay. Most cars are designed for safety reasons. If something goes wrong with the system, it should default to hot air blowing to the to the windshield to keep it clear so you can see. Okay. So well, I'm going to say your car doing. is broken. <laughs> what? I'm going to say your car is broken. Uh, I, I, all right. I, I want you to picture this. I want you to picture the letter capital Y. You with okay. me? Yep. On the left side of the arm is cold air. On the right side of the arm is hot air. Okay. And then they join where the tree trunk is for the bottom of the Y. Okay. And then that's the vent that comes to you. So if we want half cold and half warm, then we put a door in between the left Y arm and the right Y arm, and the door takes half of each. Right. But if we want cold air, and that's on the left side, then we shut off the hot air. Well, okay. that's called the blend door. And then we have another door that will redirect the air, what we call dash, center, and floor. Yes. So the question is, is you've got something stuck on the default. And even at air conditioning, you, you still get hot air at air conditioning? Yes. Okay. It, it either has to be the control panel. It has to be a blend door problem because it's certainly not anything else. Because the hot air, right? Well, it's still blown to the windshield. No, you're right, too. You're right, too. So, um, what we're concerned first guess is we lost vacuum to the system. But yeah. some of these cars, I, I think this one's going to be a vacuum system. And and if it is, then then what we do is, is old gray-haired guys like us, we know exactly where the line goes through the dashboard. We know exactly where it's supposed to go. We know exactly. And you know what? I fixed a lot of these Fords because the port at the back of the intake manifold is plugged with carbon. And it's yeah. what supplies the feed to the dashboard. Right. And so what I'm doing is, is I'm bypassing that and just applying another source of vacuum. Everything works. Give it back to them for a day or two. Everything still works. Bring it back. Now we got to clean out the port. Right. It means i got to remove the fitting. and Otherwise, I run a risk of sucking all that carbon back into the motor. Right back in. Mm. So I'm thinking that this is going to be dependent on the process. I'm thinking you should be grateful if it's under $100. Okay. Because it could be the, it could be something major. And it can be that simple. It, yeah, it can be that simple. Thank you for that. It can be that simple. So, that's what I would do. But you know what? You did a great job. Here's the two bullet points. Number one, it won't blow anywhere other than up on the dash, up on the windshield, defrost mode. And Correct. number two, it will not change from hot to colder. It's always Correct. hot. Yeah. Those are the two key issues. You need to, you need to en en enunciate that perfectly, and then they, they don't have an, any excuse not to fix it. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for your help. You bet. You bet. And uh, hope you have a great day. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mary. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. 602-508-0960. Gil answers the phone. He just got out of jail, and you might ask him what his probation is like. We'll be back in a minute. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. 
2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday in Middle East Radio Forum, our guest will be Pamela Geller, the intrepid political activist, author, and conservative commentator who has bravely led the fight against Islamic assault on Western and American values. Geller is at the forefront of a battle we cannot afford to ignore. This Sunday, Middle East Radio Forum, a show you do not want to miss. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. The media landscape has changed. Let's be clear. Donald Trump will lose the election. Wrong. I personally think this race is over. To me, this race is over. Politico's latest survey of degrees, quote, Clinton will crush Trump. Wrong. From major network television down to local radio, fake news is being exposed. You are fake news. But there's one station that doesn't talk at you, but with you. One station that doesn't talk about important people, but to them. There's one station that doesn't pretend to be what it isn't. That station is the number one conservative station in the Valley. 960 The Patriot. Don't stand for entertainment in place of information. Stand with The Patriot. Hashtag I'm with The Patriot isn't just a trend, it's a statement. Your voice, your station. 960 The Patriot and 960thepatriot.com. Hashtag I'm with The Patriot. Together, we will make America great again. Welcome back to everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We've got two lines out of the five open. If you'd like to join us, you've got three in front of you. 602-508-0960. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me on my right is Bill Conium from 25th Street Auto. He's flying co-pilot, and there's times he's going to have to be the pilot because sometimes I just don't know everything. So that's the reason why two heads are better than one. Nevertheless, I want to tell you about Action Auto Repair. Tom at Action Auto Repair is at I-17 in Deer Valley, the northwest corner. He served the Deer Valley and North Phoenix area since 1983, and I've known Tom since 1979 and north of that. When you know somebody that long and they've been in business that long, you can take it to the bank that he knows what he's doing, and more importantly, he knows the difference between right and wrong. So if you live anywhere near I-17 and Deer Valley, then see Tom at Action Auto. He has ASE Master Certified Technicians, and he and his staff will do a good job in educating you about your options with each and every repair. That's Tom at Action Auto. Let's go to the phones. Dan, good morning. You're first. How can we help you? Hey, hello. Well, it has to do with engine life, I suppose. Okay. Um, the rear end has a 073 gear. It has 33-inch tires. Would, it, would I go the way of overdrive transmission or change the gearing? On what kind of vehicle? 77 power wagon. Um, an overdrive transmission is going to aggravate the problem. 
because it's going to make your 373 gears, you know, a 343 set. So I can tell you that every Jeep that we put um, 33, 36-inch tires on and your power wagon is akin to a Jeep, we're putting 48, 488 gears front and rear. And Cost you something like that? Uh, you know, I can't quote you. That's my son's business. Do you have a pencil handy? Yes, sir. Six, oh, no. 480-598-1234. And you know why they gave me that number? I'm listening. Because my head bone isn't that big enough to handle any other number. <laughs> Nevertheless, <laughs> talk to Alan. And what you're going to say to Alan is, is what's 488 gears cost front and rear on an old power wagon? And then you're going to say, tell me what kind of speedometer change I'm likely to have, because he has a software program that can tell you that as well. He can't well, tell you what your right RPM is going to be. I know it's exactly 10 miles per hour off, so I can make the speedometer okay. Okay, all right. And, and really and truly, there is a respective amount of change depending on the total circumference of the tire. So as you go from a factory tire to a 33-inch tall tire, then that, that percentage difference is going to relate to your speedometer. So you have two problems here. You're gonna, if you do the 488 gear set, you're going to have no problem. But if you turn around, you're going to have a speedometer problem problem, an odometer problem, and you're not going to be able to cite on your tile that ha this has the original miles. You're going to have to put unknown. Well, we're way beyond that. <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough, fair mm -hmm. enough, and, and I just wanted to draw that to your attention, that's all. But thank you for the question, Dan. Thank you very much. Okay, no, thank you. You betcha. Mark, you're up next. How can we help you, Mark? Uh, second call on a uh, overheating problem, 2001 Tracker, Chevy Tracker. Okay. Uh, I called. Uh, it's been a year. I just kind of let the thing sit, and uh, and 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 I need my commuter vehicle back. But okay. uh, it's overheating. Uh, before you had talked, I talked to you, and you thought it might be uh, like uh, obstructions between the fan and the uh, and the uh, small cooler uh, electric fan. That wasn't it. I've checked. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's wait a minute. Wait a minute. We need to ask you some questions. Okay. Where, where does it run on the gauge? Uh, well, it's going all the way. It's going all the way to the to the red zone. Okay. And does it cool off when you get on the freeway? Does it happen predominantly city? Does it happen predominantly highway? Which one is less problem, the city or highway? Okay. It was doing fine as far as uh, at about thirty-five to four thousand RPMs. Uh, thirty-five hundred to four thousand RPMs. It, it will run cool whether I'm on the street doing a forty-five mile an hour. Or 30 mile an hour or on the freeway it'll do okay in that zone well i found out that after going through checking the, the splines on the uh, water pump after i changed the thermostat i changed the clutch uh the fan clutch and uh, that all seemed fine and then the simplest problem i found the bottom uh the main smallest belt was loose <laughs> i probably could have started there doing that i thought okay great found the fix it went about 10 miles, uh, maybe 15, 20, and then, uh, and then it started overheating again. Okay. Now, you, you know that none of this is going to help us, okay? okay? This history stuff doesn't work for us. So what you've got today, what I hear you saying is, is if you're in the 3,000, 4,000 RPM range, that everything's okay. Describe on the gauge what okay means. Okay. Uh, the, you know, between the, the dummy... Uh, Heat and uh, temperature doesn't have an amount, so it's uh, about uh, about halfway. About okay. halfway. 
half to three quarter is normal operating range. Right. Okay. So you say that it gets up close to the red, but you say no, it no, gets... no. It goes into the red, and, and then sometimes all the way deep into the red. So I mean, it's it's, it's definitely over. I can literally hear it boiling. Okay. Well, you're you're giving us information that it, it's kind of like this. The customer walks in and he's bleeding from the arm, but he tells you that he hasn't had anything poked in his arm. You're telling us that it overheats on highway and city. Then you're telling us that sometimes it's fine and sometimes it's not, and you're giving us an RPM range. And both of us are terribly confused because okay. that what you're telling us is something. Have you ever heard of that? I mean, it, it just doesn't quite add up. The, the thing that points out to me is it goes deep into the red and sometimes beyond, and I hear things boil. That's when the engine gets cooked. Right. But by the time it's just barely touching the red is you turn it off and tow it into a shop and have it fixed. And, but then you say, I mean, the things that cause this kind of problem are thermostat. But that's the thermostat, whether it's stuck open or stuck closed, is completely different than you're describing. Fans. If we have a, uh, an electric fan problem at 60 miles an hour, it's going to be fine. And you're is moving. yours a uh, built-driven fan or an electric fan? Uh, both, and uh, and they're both. I've checked them both. The electric fan is fine. Okay. They, uh, but when you when you tell us you checked them both, you you really don't. I'm sure you don't have the skill level to check them both. Let me ask you this: How yeah, did no you offense, check? But yeah. there are specifications and tools. Yeah. How did you check the electric fan? Okay. When. After after it gets to a certain run uh, running temperature and so forth, I can actually hear the fan kick in, go up in front, and, and actually see that it's still that it is actually kicking in and running. So oh, it moves. It, it it moves. Does it move sufficient airflow? We don't know. Right. There's CFM for that. Is is it is his tracker has his his tracker got an air conditioning cycle fan where we turn on the air con- or we turn on the air and we have the evaporate or the uh, condenser cooled by the fan? That's my guess because I don't picture a tracker having two cooling fans. Exactly. Exactly. So we don't know if that electric fan is triggered off the AC side or maybe it's triggered off some excessive side. We don't know if the fan clutch is really working. But here's what we have to do. We have to do a better job on the symptoms because that car is going to overheat cold, slow, or fast. It's going to be one of those two. That car is going to have a different problem or that car is going to have some other symptom that we're going to be able to test because the RPM range doesn't help us. And so if the radiator's plugged up, it's going to overheat faster. And when it's when you're going slower, it, the temperature is going to be dramatically different. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at a radiator. We're looking at any kind of a restriction. There is a di- there's a difference whether it's fast or slow. So yeah. you know you, I, you just really need some guidance. And 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 what they need more than anything else is facts. Um, so it's not when you say I check this or I check that. That's going to go in one ear and out the other because you can't even identify what it typically people can't identify what the proper operation of a clutch fan is, a belt driven clutch fan, or and especially an electrical fan. So, both okay, of well, us, I, I alternated the uh, old fan and the new fan, and there's no difference whatsoever. What does that mean? You alternated it? I put the new one on thinking, okay, that's going to fix it. No change whatsoever. Still the same symptoms. Are you talking about the the belt driven fan or the electric fan? The belt driven. Okay, so we've yeah we've eliminated that. But anyway, I gotta go. Thank you very much, Barry. You stay right there. We'll get you right on the other side of the break. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Reading helps children discover the world around them. Helping a child develop the literacy skills they need for success in life is one of the greatest gifts you can give. Read with a child early and often, opening their window to the world. Hello, I'm Paul Jamali. My mother, Congressman Linda Jamali, and I urge you to read to a child at an early age. That will make a big difference in their future success. Help open a child's window to the world. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Introducing the YMCA. What, you already know the Y? Or so you think. Sure, you know the Y for a swim, a workout, even a game of hoops. But did you know we're more than that? We're a cause. When you take your jump shot at the Y, someone else is getting job training. Take a cardio class while kids are in an after-school enrichment program. Practice your downward-facing dog as a teen practices her leadership skills. That's the Y. We work with people no matter their age, income, or background and give them the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive, all with one simple goal in mind, to strengthen our community. And we've got so much more that does just that. So while you might think of the Y as that place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. Introducing the Y. We're so much more than a place. We're a cause. Visit ymca.net slash more. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I paid more than the minimum each month, and soon enough, it was gone. So you're just giving up. Giving up on what? The life of luxury. Egyptian cotton, caviar Thursdays, designer everything. What are you talking about? Our plan. What happened to winning the lottery and mastering the art of the perfect mimosa? Hosting galas, wearing enough jewelry to require a bodyguard, vacationing in the French Riviera, and then buying it. I just thought maybe it was time to prepare for my future. You know, set some financial goals, make some smart investments, open a 401k. Financial goals? Investments? A 401k? You are horrifying right now. Listen, if winning the lottery were easy, everyone would do it. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at Feed the pig.org this message brought to you by the american institute of cpas and the ad council patriot app tip number six find the latest articles from town hall hot air or even the most recent posts from hugh hewitt mike gallagher dennis prager and more all on the patriot app news feed download the patriot app at your app store today the best notification in your inbox 960 the patriots insider with the latest articles news and contests sign up today at 960thepatriot.com all about that thing. 
Welcome back, everybody. Let's kill the speakers here so we don't have a, a roundabout or echo, which is something I always do when Gil says, Mark, would you please kill your studio speakers? <laughs> and, uh, and yes, I will, Gil. I'll kill the speakers. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Kurt's Auto Repair is at I-17 in Bell. There's three guys at Kurt's that are really, really good. Actually, all the staff is good, but Kurt is the owner, and you just have to meet him to understand he, he's not going to put up with anything. Now, Eric and Jeff are his service manager and his lead technician. They both are master techs as well as Kurt is. So you have the top three guys in this organization that have all passed all eight automotive tests and, and are designated master tech, and there is no higher certification for anybody in our industry other than being a master tech. So when you talk about Kurtz, you're talking about people that really know their stuff. I-17 in Bell, northeast corner, been around since 1987, gas, diesel, he hates it when I say this, but he also works on your gasoline, weed, uh, your uh, leaf blower, and your lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> so if if you just want to play a joke on, on Kurt, then just take your uh, gasoline-powered um, leaf blower over there and ask him if he can do an oil change and a tune-up, and he'll know you <laughs> talk to me. All righty. Uh, let's go to the phones real quick. Barry, thank you for holding through the break. How can we help you? Well, thanks. I, I was wondering if you could recommend a shop for me. Uh, in the Sun City area. I have a 94 Ranger that has an intermittent problem that's kind of strange. I'll be driving down the road, going straight, everything's fine, and all of a sudden the thing will start to shake as if uh, one of the tires, my guess would have been the, the front passenger tire would have been maybe got a bubble in it or it was out of balance really bad, and it'll just start shaking. And if I put my brakes on, the truck will kind of veer to the left, and the steering kind of wants to pull to the right. Okay. Uh, and I'll go home and park it, and then uh, get up and you know run some uh, brush out of the dump with it, and it's fine. It's, it's okay. Very strange. All right, both of us are shaking our heads. Um, we 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 can guide you. You want to take a shot, and I'll, 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 you're on first base, I'll be on second. There you go. Uh, and Mark will have a chop to refer you to in, in your part of town. Um, when when you said this, I thought, boy, it sounds like he's he's talking about a Jeep Wrangler. Yes. Because they're real famous for the death wobble. Track bar. It. Track bar. <laughs> I mean, but but un unfortunately, his, his Ranger doesn't It'll have be that, a little but different. it's the same thing. It's going to be the same thing. Best I can tell over the radio waves here is that... that there's something loose in the front end, mm -hmm. and it begins to, to, you know, move a little this way, that way, and it starts to shudder. And then, if if you ever rode a roller, a really uh, an old-fashioned roller coaster, or or an old train car, and things are kind of clunking back and forth and wobbling, that's what's happening in the steering. It's going it's slapping left and right and left and right, and and sometimes you can jerk the steering wheel to the left or hit the brakes and it puts some forces in the front end that stops that slapping from happening. If you were a motorcycle, they would call that a tank slapper. Well, and, and I'm going to, it's like a shopping cart that if you go slow, <laughs> the, the wheels don't wobble. Wheel. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Now, here, I'm going to tell you how to fix it. Or now, I'm going to tell you how to find it, Barry. Are you ready? Yeah, I, I, I don't like to work on vehicles. That's okay. I want you to do this. I want you to, to turn the key to the on position, start the engine, stay, and you're outside the car, the window's down, 
and I want you to stare at that driver's side front wheel. Mm -hmm. Stare at it. And I want you to take your hand and put it on the steering wheel, and I want you to go left and right, left and right, and a little more left and right each time. And I want to make sure that that driver's side front wheel moves in absolute synchronization with the steering wheel. I don't want any delay at all. Then I want you to get your neighbor, your wife, one of your kids, whatever. Now they move to the driver's to the steering wheel, and you stand over by the passenger side and you put your hands on the tire and your eyes on the steering mm -hmm. wheel as they go back and forth. Okay. I can guarantee you that one side or the other is going to have a delay that the other side doesn't. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And that now here's the kicker. <laughs> If you want to, you lay underneath the car, but make sure that whoever's behind the wheel of the car <laughs> loves you. And they you leave it in parks at the parking brake, and they move the steering wheel left and right, and I guarantee you that you're going to be able to see some joint that's going to, instead of moving in complete synchronization, the top and the bottom joint, it's going to, the, left, the top's going to move, then the bottom. Then the top's going to move, then the bottom. Okay. And that's the problem. Something's worn out. Yeah. Okay. So, and there's and, something in the suspension that's worn out, and you're going to have to fix that and then realign it, and then all of a sudden you can you can drive down the road with a hot cup of coffee between your legs, and you don't have to worry about that shutter anymore. And, okay, then, like, well, and then like you said, you probably don't want to work on this car, so you might not care to crawl underneath there and find out what it is. So Mark's got a referral for you. Yeah, where at? Where do you live? I live in Sun City. Okay, do you have anybody that you like? Um, no, I actually just moved out there, and I just bought this leader truck to... Very, you All know, right. Tree, tree around, so. All right. I'm going to send you to Grandin Bell. Grandin Bell. And that's okay. S and S Tire, and they do suspension work, and uh, and they're very very good at what they do. Grandin okay. Bell. All righty. All right. And did you say S and S like Sam? Sam S and S. Yeah. Are you a fireman or a policeman? <laughs> no. Okay, you, but you're right. That's what we always do phonetically. Out and and the pilots do a different phonetical alphabet. But Adam Boy Charlie David Frank is cop stuff. So when you say S and S Sam, then that's cop stuff. And that's the reason I ask you, buddy. All righty. Thank All you very righty. much. Well, All thank right. you. I appreciate your show and your service. It's a great service. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We're going to take a quick break. Um, Alan and Ken, please wait. Stay right there. It's my fault that we're off time, but I have to make it now. Otherwise, Gil uses bad words in our earphones. <laughs> so we'll be back right after this. You need a plan as you get closer to retirement, a plan that will take you from where you are now to the retirement you've always dreamed about. The first step on that path is to tune in to Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8. Your host is Phyllis Sachs-Pilvinas. She's the founder of PSP and Associates. You only retire once, but Phyllis helps people retire every day. Don't miss Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8 on 960 The Patriot. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, 
Talk to your kids, because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. Every child deserves to have access to books because children who grow up with books invariably do better in life than children who do not. How do I choose a book? Is it the cover? Uh, yeah, some, I guess, you know, it's sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual, so it's a combination of those two. The first book I remember was Captain's Courageous. When I finished that book, I had become so involved with these characters. So here's the thing. If a book's really, really impressing me and the writing is really, really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the ends, the endings of books, if it's really, really well done, that ending, that last thought should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work, <laughs> I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure. If you're overweight, raise another finger two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio prediabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Welcome back, everybody. Let me make sure that we've got everything like we're supposed to have it, and we do. Um, let me clarify something. I just talked to Barry, and he had this Ranger, and I told him SNS was at uh, 88th Avenue and Thunderbird. No, 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 I'm sorry. I told him it was uh, Grand and Bell in Surprise, but it, there is an SNS there, but there's also one on South Grand and 91st Avenue. So there's two SNS tires in that location. Um, one of them is in Surprise, and one of them is in Peoria. So uh, Barry, no matter where you go, there's an SNS in Surprise or one in Peoria, and you said you were in Sun City. So I think that's the uh, area I meant to talk about. And thank you for the correction for whoever called in. Uh, let me tell you about IMM Auto Service. IMM is a good friend of mine. Did you know that? I did not know that. Here's why. He works on Saabs, Volvos, Fiats, and Alfa Romeos. Well, we have to have somebody to do that for us. Absolutely. That's exactly what I say. He works on all kinds of cars, no matter what you've got in your garage, but he can cover 100% of the cars that the rest of us don't really mm-hmm. want, that 4%. The Volvo, the Saab, the Fiat, and Alfa Romeo, anybody can do an oil change. But when it comes to every time I shut the door, the steering wheel turns right and the horn honks, you need help with that car, and that's what IMM is all about. They're in the northeast quadrant of Tempe, just south of the 202, west of the 101. They've been around since 1972. David owns the place. I've known him since 1972. He is a good guy, and the fact that he's been around since 1972 tells you all you need to know, because bad guys don't last that long. IMM Auto Service. Talk to David. All right, let's go back to the phones. Alan, good morning. How can we help you? 
Yes, uh, I've got a 2005 BMW 745i, and in the morning when the motor's stone cold, when you first start it up, it runs terribly, and it acts like it's running lean. Um, and the codes show are all symptomatic, showing you know missing random cylinder misfires, and on all eight cylinders misfires. But once it's warmed up, and throughout the day, as long as there's been a little bit of engine temperature on it, it will run just fine. It's just when it's stone cold in the mornings does it act like this. Okay. And I don't know a good BMW shop. I'm at the end of my wits. I'm pretty mechanical, but okay. I'm not getting enough information to figure out what it is. Okay. Well, first of all, you've jumped to a conclusion here about Rich Lean. I want to caution you about that because it could easily be a crank sensor or a cam sensor. It could easily be something with the ignition system because the random misfire is saying that. If you had a lean condition, it would be something quite different for us senior guys than a rich condition. Yes. The rich condition would cause the, uh, the car to smell like sulfur. The catalytic converter would be struggling with its efficiency. So I think it's, it, it's clear that it's a spark or fuel problem. One or right. the other. That's my suspicion. But, but I think you need to call Joel at Arizona Imports. Okay, that's Joel at Arizona, Arizona Imports. Imports. Yeah, he's over in Tempe. Ooh. Tell him Mark Salem said he doesn't know a thing about BMWs, but he's the only guy I could think of. Okay, you wouldn't have to have their number handy, would you? Uh, uh, you know what? I do have his cell phone in my cell phone, but I can't That's give okay. that to I'll you. That's okay. I'll Google it up. Yeah. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. How about this? I just found it. 480-966-5913. 480-966-5913. As for Joel. And they're familiar with BMWs. He knows more about BMWs than I've ever learned. As a matter of fact, I called him the other day about a specific question about a BMW, and boom, he knew the answer right then. Okay. But thank you very much for that. Thank you. All right, real quick. Did you know that on certain BMWs that they actually have a pyrotechnical device on the positive cable that when you're involved in an accident, it blows the positive cable off, but it doesn't let the car run? Did you know that? That's a really good safety thing, and I've never heard it, so I'm thinking you're making it up. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> but now, I'm going to take, take the issue with the safety thing. Let me tell you the rest of the story. Ladies in California, she's on a seven-lane road. All of a sudden, traffic slows down dramatically. All, all the lanes. This guy rear-ends her. About a 20-mile-an-hour hit. He takes off. So she's disabled mm -hmm. because the rear-end collision right. pops some airbags, and the positive cable was blown off. So she's in the middle of the road, and then BMW comes on the entertainment system, the BMW from the cloud. Right. Hi, Mr. Salem. We just noticed your airbags deployed. And she goes, my car won't start. I want to get off the road. My car won't start. Right. She gets hit in the rear end at 70 miles an hour with oh a limousine, my. and she dies. Now I want you to rethink about the good idea. <laughs> the good idea. About, yeah. yeah, it's the same thing with the with the inertia safety switch that turns off the fuel pump in the event of a collision. You could be stuck somewhere. But how many years did the Ford inertia switch actually appear in a car? Well, about yeah. five. And all the years I worked at the Ford dealer. No, no, you're right. <laughs> and it was real predominant late '80s and '90s. Yeah. And it was in yeah. my motorhome at '94. It had yeah. a Ford chassis with an inertia switch. Sure. But they're not there now. Yeah. And the issue is, is had that lady had the, the ability to start that car and pull it off she the side of the road. The, the second accident never would have happened. Not only that is the police need the opportunity to take the car off the side of the road. Right. Because it's a hazard. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's a good, you know, yeah. draw your own opinion. Uh, Ken, good morning to you. How can we help you? 
Ken? Good morning to you and to your guest. Thank you. Um, I have a problem with the uh, passenger window uh, chattering, going up and down, electrical going up and down. It's been repaired four times, and still the same problem exists. Sounds well, like it hasn't been repaired then. Yeah, it hasn't been repaired. You're exactly <laughs> well, they, right. They say they put new parts in it. In fact, they had to order the parts, and uh, uh, we left the car over there until they came in. And Okay. But Let me give you some advice, okay? Um, you've paid for some work that's either created the chatter or didn't fix the chatter. And insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, thinking, uh, expecting a different result. In a very nice way, I would say to the shop, I think I need a fresh pair of eyes. And uh, my intention is to have it fixed. And then after it's done, I'll bring the bill over and you and I will sit down, gentleman to gentleman, and kind of figure out what kind of perhaps part financial participation you're willing to make on the repair. It may not be related to you and it may be related to you, but I, I think I'm going to do that. Bill, if somebody said that to you, how would you feel? I would say that that, that was reasonable. Yeah. I, I just couldn't stand somebody uh, coming back to my shop multiple times with the same complaint, so probably would have been fixed already, but if it, if if this happened, I would want the customer to be happy and I would want to do my part. And 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 and, and it's clear that I need a fresh pair of eyes. No right. matter how a many different guys like technician in the building that's or right. a different building. That's exactly it, right. I agree. I so that's what really needs to happen. But I think the chattering part has to do with the window itself. Is it rocking as you raise it up and down? Is it rocking left and right, forward and back? Or is it is it chattering up and down? That makes a big difference. So if it's left and right, then it's a track problem or a regulator problem. Could be a loose track or a bind in the run at the edge of the window. Yes, it that's tries good. to stop one side of the window uh, and then it let go. That's yeah. exactly right. So there are ways that us gray-haired guys, um, <laughs> we silicone the uh, guides yep. and um, and we wax the edges of the window to see if we can fix it. Then once we fix it, then we can kind of adjust the, right. the if rack. If you can alleviate it, then you can understand how to correct the problem. Exactly. Yeah. But I think you need a fresh pair of eyes. And if your shop tells you that that's a bad idea um, at first blush... I think two things. Number one, I hope it's not one of my shops, and hope. And number two, I don't think much of his response. And his response would suggest that he's kind of young in this business, and us older guys recognize that we're we're agreeing to what's in your best interest anyway. We need a fresh pair of eyes. So that's well, interestingly, how. they've had a fresh pair of eyes, three of them, in fact. And the last individual who worked on it is far from being a, a young whippersnapper. He just uh, he's just he's a shop manager. Well, it doesn't really make any difference. The fresh pair of eyes might be in a different shop then. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, y y yeah. it's it's nice that that he's an old gray-haired guy. But see, here's the proof of the pudding. When you have a surgery done, you're not interested in close. You're interested in perfection. When you have your car painted, you're interested in perfection. So, um, you're not happy. And that's that's the measurement right there. So it's it, the fact that they've and and I think he's talking about a dealer. We're not going to say the name, but obviously he's had it. They've assigned it to different people in in the dealership. That Body doesn't. Shop. Okay. Well, then I would take it to a glass company. 
I would take it to a glass company and have them look at it because the glass company guys replace those windows that are broken all the time, and it might be somebody from a glass company to do it. Or a repair shop versus a body shop. That that would that would be a certainly another one. But those are, I mean, that's the advice we've got to give you. That's the best I can do, Ken. Good luck to you. Thank you very much. Rick, you're up next. How can I help you? Uh, hello there, uh, Mark. I, I called earlier uh, about my uh, AC problem on a 2007 Mercury Grand Marquis. Yes. And I got your uh, answer and everything, but I forgot to ask you about a, a shop or a garage uh, that you could recommend. Okay, tell me where you live. Uh, I'm at uh, I-17 and Glendale Avenue. Okay. Well, I wouldn't take it to Kurtz at I-17 and Bell. Okay. I would not take it to Kurtz because Kurtz doesn't know what he's talking about. Kurtz is a really <laughs> bad guy. Kurtz drinks a lot. Um, he chases women. Uh, he, he doesn't play tennis worth a darn, and he cheats at his golf game. But he's on the northeast corner of Bell and I-17, and you're going to talk to Eric, the service manager, and okay. tell him what I said. Very <laughs> good. All righty. Especially about the golf. Yes, that's right. Especially. <laughs> Thank you for laughing at that. Thank you very much. Thanks, Mark. All right, you betcha. All right. Hey, Mark, that guy you asked where he lived, another guy you asked where he works. I, I did. Why? Is that wrong? Well, I'm figuring... Just about everything I know about you, there's always some strategy, and I figured there's probably a reason for that. Now, now, I have a reason when I ask similar questions at my shop. I just kind of you know, wondered, did you have a strategy, or you just forget how to talk? No, you're right. Both. Both. <laughs> um, I, I, and that's a great question. I think what happens is, is um, they may have said, I'm from this city, and I don't have a shop in that city. So the default question is, is, where do you work? Or then, then where do you work? Yeah, because I'm trying to guide them, but I think you'll agree, your car is either at home or at work or at your mistress' house or at the, the local alcohol establishment. I'm, of course, I'm kidding. But, but, but I think home and work is, is where, where, where you need to be. I have to agree. Very often when I help people, and you know, I tell people all the time, you're... I work for you whether your car is in my shop or not. You know, I, I truly want to help people. So people call me and say, oh, I need my car fixed. And 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 then I find out they're in Avondale. Mm-hmm. I said, well, that's a really long walk home from my shop in Phoenix. So I said, well, where do you work? And the reason I ask them that is I, is I found out from personal experience, my, my wife had a Mustang. It was under warranty, and we needed to get it into the shop. And I found it was way easier to find a shop near where we work because they could probably give me a ride to work. Yes. And uh, get it taken care of, and then after work, I don't have very far. So, so I very often try to help people. You know, do you work nearby? Well, I'll just give you a ride to work. Right. So, it, versus, and, and it also comes to to their their convenience. Um, if you're at work, you don't need your car. Right. But if you want your car fixed near your house, well, that means you're going to do it weekends or nights. Right. Do you want to be without your car sitting in a shop? You're right. You're, you're absolutely right. You're, you're, you bring up a great point. No one's ever asked me why I asked that, but I think my, my, my brain just kind of works that way. Let me ask you a real quick question. You service, you're at 25th Street and Indian School, so do you mm-hmm. go to the Central Avenue corridor between 7th Avenue and 7th Street? Yeah, we do. Okay. And more, off, more all the time now that, because I used to say, you know, we're not a great shop for people that work, 
you know, down by the river bottom yeah. or, or or downtown. But now with the light rail, it's a real short commute for us to get people to the light rail station okay. at the Indian School. That's that's the that's the best part about it. Yeah. That's the best part about it is your geographical area. We also have a geographical area, north, south, east, and west. That's you're our sure. box. Yep. So we'll run you home. But if you're at uh, Cactus and Tatum, you I can't take you there. Yeah. So anyway... My email address is mark at marksalem.com, mark at marksalem.com. You can always ask me a car question. If you leave me your phone number, I probably will call you back. We'll see you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.